0: Podlita. My goodness me! Oh, we'll get there. Pod, pod, Private panel. I'm on Hey, If you want to wear that top, lead. it's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads, Mr. J? J.
1: 2 lift. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pod Leadem. That's Top Model Podcast, and as always, it's spelled backwards. I'm
0: JW Crump, and They confused the crap out of me. I'm Alexander Price, and I am the Muse of Jewels.
2: And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsberg, and I want you to do what you would do if you were literally lost in the desert with a burning car.
1: (laughs) 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 And welcome back to Podletum. We're still in Cycle 9, and this episode is titled The Girl Who Starts to Lose Her cool
0: too long of a title also all of them
1: always this is a generic <laughs> title that you could put anywhere <laughs> in any cycle yes
2: also uh amazon needs to get a shit together because the title on amazon was
1: the girls who starts to lose her cool I'm <laughs> who say, are you amazon <laughs> i'm gonna say we've had some like hulu v amazon title things and i'm gonna say i'm gonna start leaning towards the hulu folks. yeah <laughs> that's fair that's fair Also, folks that we can lean on are anchor.fm sponsors slash supporters. Because if you go to anchor.fm slash podleadem, you can support the show for as little as ninety-nine cents a month or four ninety nine, lots of levels, just like Olivia. That's right. Olivia.
0: Ooh. Olivia. Name (laughs) Olivia. Great. Name.
1: I don't know Olivia Olivia. Pope. What was that?
2: It was Olivia Pope. (gasps) Is that Scandal's name? Yes, that's <laughs> Scandal's name.
0: <laughs> that is my favorite thing to quote from Scandal, because that show went off the rails. But it was the woman playing uh, the first lady. Literally just at one point went, Olivia! <laughs> Olivia.
2: Bellamy Young is a queen.
1: I need to watch Scandal. You it would feels like it. You would like lo- it. I like a drama that starts good and goes off the rails. It's why I keep up with Grey's Anatomy.
2: Oh, you know I do as well. I
1: know. We we <laughs> never talked about it, Hannah, but we can we can we can have, as they call it, a kiki about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but we have no time
0: point. for that because we have to have a generic pop song that is not Enrique Iglesias's song. And one of the lyrics <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard was, "I think it's getting hotter." I. My first
1: note is, where did we get this, to be fair, questionably, a bop that they used during the crawling? And it's, we never, we so rarely in top model hear music with lyrics.
0: Yes, that's not the opening. Exactly. And even then,
1: lyrics, finger (laughs) quotes to hell and back. Yeah, until we get to
2: mother, father, sister, underwater.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the girls, we only get lyrics if the women write them normally. (laughs) Can I just say, Lisa, who I have grown to love more and more every episode, Sure. I didn't remember Lisa at all, and I'm just, I'm here. I'm on Mm -hmm. the Lisa train. I'm here for the Lisa party. She is so pleasantly realistic about the competition and not always being able to be the best and understanding that that's just a logistical fallacy that she can't always be on the top. And she feels more pressure now that she's on the top, but also understands it's just not going to happen.
0: How shockingly mature. We haven't really had that person before. It's kind of weird. Everyone (laughs) else is
1: like, I'm on the top in episode three, and I'll stay there. And I'm like, I will never be on the bottom again. (laughs) You're not Anne from Cycle Whatever.
2: (laughs) We also find out, I don't think we saw this, that when Tyra was giving Sarah her kiss offline, she said, you're very, very good, but not at the top of the pack. Which doesn't seem like a thing you would say to someone you're about to send home. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was weird to be like, hey, Sarah, the previously owned can't even give you a reason why you're eliminated because we can't just be like, she weren't fat enough. Like, we can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We also, they try to gaslight us by saying that Lisa and Heather won featured parts in that music video. Mm. Mm. They were cast. (laughs) They were cast. They
1: won in that they went on a generic casting for models (laughs) and were the two models that were cast. Did we know that Sarah and Heather were best friends forever? No. We did not. Which just makes me like Sarah even more. But like, it's just so funny because we got so much of like, all the girls treat Heather as such and such. We never
0: saw Sarah treat her as such and such though.
1: uh, Yeah. And then thinking back, we didn't, we never discussed it. It's just, it's funny how often that happens in the top model edit that a girl goes away and then the very next episode, someone's talking about how good and deep of a friendship they
0: formed, but we never got to actually see evidence of it.
2: Yeah, we only see the morning.
0: Yes. I. This also leads to the question of, that I'm starting to have is, is Bianca trying to be Heather's friend, or is, does she just pity her?
1: I have evidence throughout, the, and it's always just the smallest things. It's never her talking heads, obviously for Bianca, right. because <laughs> Bianca refuses to acknowledge friendship in a talking head, but there are little moments the entire time that really makes me think that Bianca and Heather got along well, or at least got along better than others in some way, shape or form because Bianca and Heather are also together a lot in two person conversations.
0: That's what I mean. Like they're eating this pesto together (laughs) (laughs) and like, it feels like part, I also feel like maybe Bianca was just a little immature at this stage, but like, because they seem to, like, talk and chill. A lot. lot. And then the producers, I feel like, when she gets into talking Heather, like, hey, talk about Heather. Hey, talk about this person. And she's just like, okay. And Bianca just can't help herself. Yeah. Well, and it
2: feels very sisterly from both sides. Where it's yeah. like, I feel comfortable spending a lot of time with you. But I also feel comfortable being way too mean to you.
1: Yeah. And as we'll learn, Bianca has little sisters. And I think she's fallen into the role that she would have with her little sisters. Uh, Bianca, in that pesto conversation, as, as it's now historically called, yes. asked Heather her prediction for top five, which is so funny to me because they're only at seven. <laughs> and you would, Who at this point, I feel like, yeah, I was about to say, at this point, you would just ask. Top three, I think. It it feels like to ask any other, or who's going to be eliminated next. And top five's this weird middle ground of like, who do you think the next two Eliminees are? (laughs) And why is the other one not Ambriel? Because we all know Ambriel's going
0: home. Maybe that's why it was top five. Because they're like, well, Ambriel is obvious. So like, who's the next? (laughs) So who's the one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My favorite slash least favorite thing in this episode is the producer's Trying to make footage of Heather seem ominous, but it's all the most normal footage in the world. It's like a deep thud, and then Heather like eats something off her fork. (laughs) (laughs) Or like Heather washes her hands and there's an ominous music cue. And I'm like, she's she's washing her hands. This is not ominous behavior.
1: So so funny. Bianca does another one of her famous Bianca sentences that starts good and ends abruptly evil, where she says. I don't want to see you go home. You're going to break down. <laughs> Look, it starts so nice and then that ellipsis just F's you
0: up. But <laughs> Tyra model muse, model muse, model muse. I guess
2: we know which cycle Jay Manuel was uh, rewatching when he wrote his book. <laughs> yeah. Did
1: either of you remember this repetition of model muse? No. no. They say it so much in this episode. And I was they like They even
2: say it in the previously on in the next episode. Yes.
1: They literally, Mr. J, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch our bonus episodes listen to our bonus episodes with your eyes. Uh, watch, watch them with your watch ears. With ears.
0: <laughs> watch them with, with them them
1: your ears. Smell them with your tongue. But anyway, the fake show is called Model Muse. And I'm like, he literally could didn't even actually make that up. No. <laughs> Mr. J made none of that book up. It's so no. funny. And I do love, thank you. I think it was Jenna who read the Tower Mail that says and Muse is capitalized. I'm like, thank you for actually <laughs> helping these girls get to the pun.
2: So we have a limp ska beat to take us to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising.
0: Or as Chantal says, FIDM. But like a normal person would say, fit them. Fit them. Fit em. <laughs> Fit
1: How fittiming. <laughs> but you know who's not fittiming to be here? Benny Ninja again. <laughs>
0: Benny though came to serve this look. This is a cute look.
1: I like the horns actually. Yeah, I did too. It's just so funny. Like, did Benny Ninja not fulfill contractual obligations in a previous cycle and now we're getting multiple episodes of Benny Ninja because of that?
0: They seemingly had no one to book for this cycle
1: of top model and also new melrose place villain neil (laughs) hamill
2: (laughs) i described him in my notes as ashton kutcher's steve job but with uh, steve jobs but with like a quiet 70s porn energy at the same time
0: yes absolutely D- Neil Hamill is the director of elite model management and he's a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also gets a lot of screen time yes. in this episode. Can we just say that the next challenge you're about to describe has full backdoor pilot vibes? Yes. Uh-huh. Does everyone know what that means? If you're a listener who you don't know what it means, I was talking to, uh, to this to a friend about this today. A backdoor pilot is when a series has a regular episode that's just a regular episode of the series. But it focuses on a lot of other characters or places because they're trying to then create a series off of those characters and their that place. But if it doesn't happen, it's still just a regular episode of the series. And this fully felt like they were about to do their own Model Muse Project Runway spinoff.
0: It doesn't not help that Neil Hamill is a little bit Tim Gunn if played by Adam West.
1: Oh my God! Head-eyed Adam, Adam West, <laughs> but yes, but that's totally the vibe in a lot of ways. But we get full Tyrons for these seven contestants. They get talking heads. They get yeah. full flesh. Some of them get full fleshed out
0: personalities. <laughs> I did research on these these uh, seven people too. We have and they're updates. all
1: famous now. <laughs> <laughs> so the challenge. Is going to be less for the models at first, at and all. more for the designers.
2: This is this challenge, if you can call it that. Your mission is to inspire,
1: <laughs> to muse,
2: to A bemuse.
0: <laughs> this is one of the challenges that I distinctly remembered before we watched this uh, cycle.
2: Well, how could you forget these outfits?
0: Because uh, yes. <laughs>
1: But I didn't remember that they all started from the same garment. From the same pale blue monstrosity? (laughs) Monstrosity. Like, I just didn't remember that part. And also, why? Why, if not for a challenge for the designers? Like, that doesn't affect the models at all. No. Except that all their outfits are blue, and in Ambriel's case, neon yellow.
2: (laughs) That's the electricity running through the outfit. (laughs) That ties it all together. Can't
1: wait to get there in these speeches. (laughs) So they pair up. They get paired up. And then they are meeting with their designer. And the idea is, theoretically, the model tells them about themselves and kind of what kind of look that they want. But it seems like
0: they've already made the garment. Because some of them have things for them to try on. Yeah. So let me do where they are now before we get into the horrendousness that is about to happen. Okay. Right. Aaron, who is Salisha's designer, is now the brand manager for companies, uh including Honest. Slay. We'll yeah. Yuko, who's paired up with Bianca, is a fashion designer at Drapers and Damon. Angelo, right. who's paired with Lisa, designed for yellow box shoes. Nope. Richard, does I don't couldn't find anything. Uh though he once he did definitely was a wardrobe and costume on a movie called want uh extraordinary Berry. So about uh, l- about Leah Michelle's character Rachel Barry. There you go. Oh, see,
2: I would write to like biopic of <laughs> Bake Off's Mary Berry.
0: Oh, okay, great. Maybe it's the both. Maybe they Fit team both. up. <laughs> Angela, who is paired up with Jenna. Angela. 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 Who, who loves? There's uh, an
1: Angela. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Angela.
1: Ang- Wait, is it pronounced Angela? <laughs> Do either of you remember this from a yes? A cast? I yes. do. Okay, <laughs> y'all listeners, if you could see the blank stares, I felt like we're killing my soul.
0: Oh, so she has; she's the best. Uh, she is the creative director for Badgley Mishka Wow! And Holy- she graduated magna cum laude from FITM. She's previously what? designed for Ed Hardy and was the senior designer for Johnny Was.
2: I'm sorry, and she did Jenna's dress.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm actually going to say that tracks. <laughs> Julia is the virtual uh, visual merchandiser for Levi's and Puma, visual manager at Nordstrom for nine years, and who founded, is Julia
1: paired with?
0: Uh, Ambriel founded Fifth Element Interiors in Los nice. Angeles, and my nemesis, Justin Green, who is paired <laughs> up with Heather. At twenty-three, became head designer of Testament, a contemporary women's sportswear company that was sold in Anthropology, Nordstrom. Elsewhere, number of companies. He's now a creative consultant at Fam Brands and the director of design of Three Dots LLC. But I found out he's...
1: Sounded, It kind of said like elsewhere, as in elsewhere was the name of a brand. Sure, sure.
0: <laughs> he's from San Diego, which is probably why I don't like him. These boys.
2: These boys were giving me a lot of Southern Cali fall boy. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: absolutely <laughs> styling. So I loved every single one of them. I gotta say, good for that collective group.
0: Yeah, it not like bad. like they all
1: got their life afterwards. What a commercial <laughs> for FITM. we fit should have seen this show. Where's, right? where's FITM fashion follies? I don't know fit what to name <laughs> fit There are some amazing
2: exchanges between these designers and the models. First of all,
1: does Lisa remember how to interact with a person? <laughs> no. Because Lisa like, is shy in a way that's... And she has... I feel like Angelo is hers. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like she had one of the, like, friendliest, most communicative. Was so chill. Yeah. yeah.
2: My personal favorite is Chantal and her designer. Because this is where I realized, no disrespect to Chantal. She's a very good model, and she wants it. But Chantal's like, if you took the concept of basicness and weaponized it. Mm-hmm. And they have this exchange where her designer goes, "Show me a pose that makes you the model that you are." And she literally cocks one hip and puts her hand on it. And he goes, "Okay, that's got a lot of attitude."
0: I literally wrote the same thing because, like, how dare you say that about that <laughs> pose? Well, what
1: was he supposed to say afterwards? Like
0: that sucked.
1: <laughs> like what? Is... But I will say, that's a you, good... pay, you
2: got you got one pose and you picked that. <laughs>
1: That's, got a, that's such a good general question to ask these models, especially when you know that they're basically going to pose at the end of a runway
0: in this outfit. In fact, she should have just had her held that for the rest of the time. Right? <laughs> no one can beat my favorite designer, though. And that is Yuko, because of Yuko, course. she has a vision, the episode, has a mm-hmm. vision. She's like, I see modern Cleopatra. It's like a private beach because it's Cleopatra she's not gonna be on a public beach
1: I know it's like gonna date this episode but when I heard the phrase private beach that viral tweet that's been going around
0: oh yeah 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 it's like yeah, private
1: yeah. Tw- private beach all negative blah 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 that's <laughs> all I could fake was the- imagining Bianca in that
0: photo <laughs> yeah but yeah and Bianca is just not nope absolutely well, not because as we find out later in the episode I don't know if Bianca understands who t- who Yuko is talking about, because Bianca says Cleopatra Jones on the runway, uh-huh. and Yuko is clearly talking about Cleopatra of Egypt.
1: Well, in my head, and we'll get to these speeches, which is perfect top model shenanigans to make these <laughs> girls do this. I think Bianca hated the Cleopatra thing, was never going to accept it, and then decided, how can I, quote, make that my own and she decided to make it Cleopatra Jones, and Yuko was like, "I didn't. I mean, I guess, sure."
0: I just love Yuko. just like, "I see Mediterranean. I see this, maybe a big earring." And she's like, "New York,
1: colorful, <laughs> what?" But it, but it also seemed like Bianca barely said that to Yuko.
0: Yeah,
2: no, she just kind of put on that sour half smile and
0: mm. shrugged a lot. No, mm-hmm. so the there's one grouping that did not get along. And that is Heather and Justin. Heather is very clear. She uh, was asked about herself. and She said she's a fire sign.
2: Okay, my favorite part of this, because I related to it so strongly, is that growing oh. up, Heather played games of make-believe where yes. she and her friends were nymphs. Yep. And her friends were water nymphs, but she was always a fire nymph. hmm The relation was strong. <laughs> Listener, <Yeah>. I
0: related. <laughs> I get it.
1: I, I also loved, and it was a little earlier than their meeting, I love any time. And this is the Southern grew up in the church boy when someone invokes God's name, but adds a bunch of extra like fragrance and flamboyance Mm -hmm. too. And I love (laughs) Heather going, please, God, in all your glory.
0: And I was like, hallelujah, Heather. Amen. (laughs) Deliver Heather from this situation. (laughs) And then Justin in his own talking head says, usually when I work with other models, I don't really have to work as hard. And I'm like, I believe you don't work very hard.
2: Here's my thing. No, you usually not have to work as hard because you don't have to work with a model in this way at all. Correct. You just design what you want to design.
1: Which he does. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to end that sentence by, usually I don't have to talk to the model, which, to be fair to <laughs> Justin,
0: is true. Huh. Sure. But
1: he made it worse. He made so it so much worse. He made it so crappy.
0: And he was, and and the show tries to play it like Heather is like awkward with him, but it's clearly he's awkward with her. She's fine.
1: I think they're both different kinds of awkward and those energies didn't meet at the train station. Sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not willing to give Heather a full pass on this because we've seen Heather be awkward. Sure. But usually she's been around these other girls like a Tall that is like, I'm going to take your awkward and make it fashion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was definitely awkward, but she also gave him plenty to work with. Plenty
1: to work with. At, yeah. i i will a hundred give you that
2: the last thing i have to note before we move on from this is embryo says something to her designer at one point that i had to back up and rewatch because i thought that i misheard it and i did not she's describing her personality and she says my new name is crazy
0: i also heard my new name is crazy
2: did- I, th- I was like did did she mean nickname did i mishear that so i or- took it back no i and the captioning agreed my new name is crazy.
0: Yeah, I think she thinks this is the rebranding of Last Cycle.
2: I don't, it was just, I was like, you're a lot of things. Jazz handy, hot ticket boy.
0: Yeah,
1: just give, give, give your designer Julia the note, hot ticket boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pillbox hat me up and down. <laughs> this is, this is also where I start not liking Ambrielle. And I think part of that is because. She, this is the, her staying was the worst thing and they should have just sent her home last episode because she gets mean and desperate. And there
2: there is a real fragrance of desperation this whole episode.
1: Yeah. I'm not willing to go mean, but I'll give you the desperation is fierce, especially since I think it wouldn't have been as bad if in the previous episode, she had done well right but in the previous episode music video Mm -hmm. she also was near the bottom so i think ambriel's just like counting the days and realizing no one sees her as a threat at all bianca and heather aren't even considering her in the top five (laughs) (laughs) but 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 this is a weird edit right this is another weird edit in the cycle of weird edits where now we're just home and i understand why we are just home i understand why like i get that theoretically even if they have garments made they have to fix stuff
0: they get sent off or they're like okay come back your outfits will be ready
1: yeah, Tomo- tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow, there's as you, as per usual many timeline shenanigans this episode.
0: So, do you think they
1: at this point knew that they were going to have to say these two lines, and they got all night to memorize and practice no.
0: that? This was thrown at them the next. Okay,
1: time. because I will say this: they obviously, and Lisa shows this, they should have just been practicing walking all night long Wait, because oh. you know for once exactly what the challenge is going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. I think Lisa's walk is getting worse. I think it's, it was better before. When she's on, practicing on the runway, it's like, mm. edial. it's
2: rare that a show, this show, not a show, this show, this show. diagnoses <laughs> a model's problems correctly. But Lisa really is just losing confidence and yeah. getting worse because she's losing confidence in herself.
1: Absolutely. And it's such a shame because we've seen that journey for so many girls. But for Lisa, it's been this, the slowest candle burn ever mm-hmm. where it just she had confidence day 1 and then literally every episode it just gets slightly worse
0: yeah i feel like when ebony's sadness left the house lisa's sadness moved in because mm. sometimes in these talking heads it's like she's on the verge of crying talking about modeling and yeah, yeah. walking yeah
2: where like wanting it gives a lot of these women energy and power Wanting it so much really saps Lisa's energy. Yeah,
1: it's like her and Chantal have almost the opposite energies when it comes to their wanting itness. Do we all have at least one friend who always seems like they're on the verge of crying, but not even that they're sad or depressed, just like their personality is so like... (laughs) I've had that friend. I've had a friend who like, and still dear friend, and They always just have, like, crying eyes, like, ready at a moment. But they'll be like, "The salad's so good. And just, like, I'll be like, are you going to cry? I don't understand. Oh, God, if I don't
0: know that friend, am I that friend? Am I the horse girl?
1: (laughs) Everyone, look to your left and look to your right. If they're not horse girls, you're the (laughs) horse girl this giant brown blanket where did this come from <laughs> from that closet that was the only warm place in the entire house old navy it's so big i love how big it is i love that everyone could be under this so this is where my co- uh, my my uh, my quote comes from it's ambriel who's just like i truly just don't understand the feedback i don't know what they want um she's also somebody who's just steadily getting worse i and she says oh Weird wording that I hate when contestants do on the show. She's not the first one, won't be the last. It's bottom two. Yes. Don't yes. say you're in the final two. There, that is last episode. Yes. First and second place status.
2: And it's also like, they're not going to murder you. You're not the final girl. Final girl.
1: <laughs> My favorite quote that I wanted to say was Bianca talking to Heather. I almost don't know if I can say this. Hold on. <gasps> huh? <laughs> All right. An actor prepares. That's what I do. Can I say this without being... (laughs) Damn it, you laugh. All right. Can I say this without being, like, wrong? (laughs) I don't know what she's saying. Wrong, like, too ugly, too mean, whatever. But I love it. I love the idea of asking someone for permission to just... You're going to agree with me no matter what I say, right? Can I say this without being wrong?
0: I literally wrote, not a good start. (laughs)
1: Cut to Heather arranging flowers.
0: Gorgeously, too.
1: (laughs) I tried to read the notes so hard, but literally the only word I can make out is models, which is so generic.
0: Y'all, Heather art. Heather art. Yeah. Heather be art. Heather do art.
1: It's just also funny and so mean to Bianca for her to be about to shit talk Heather and to show Heather doing the most delicate, lovely thing in the world.
0: I just
2: still don't get why Bianca doesn't understand being photogenic as being an asset to a model. <laughs>
1: she's only a gorgeous, perfect face.
0: Who takes gorgeous, perfect photos and does nothing to do it. So? So she's better. Her, her like, base level is better.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's so weird, too, because as we'll see for the rest of the season, there's a clear thing that Heather's going to struggle with, Bianca. You don't have to, like, like, we know what it's going to be. We know what it already is. Ambriel knows it.
0: Ambriel says it. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: L starts being a lot shittier about Heather than Bianca, That's actually. That's what I'm
0: saying. Which is odd. A really bad look for Embryo.
1: I stand so hard the next day when they're walking to their sweet-ass limo bus <laughs> and Lisa <laughs> has a full Popsicle. I yes! love a Popsicle, girl. Give it to me. Do you think it's me. a lime
0: Popsicle? It was red. So um. Well, you to be fair, red was the correct choice for when you're going to a... Fashion show because you don't want your tongue to be that's true. Thinking
2: ahead,
1: yeah, it's it's the flesh colored underwear of fossils. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what was that store that they went to that one time? Alexander the recap
0: like oh like fancies or whatever it was called.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, is that like an S word?
2: (laughs) 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 No, that's (laughs) Reba (laughs) Macintosh.
0: That's Reba's gift shop, Fancy. Yes.
1: Oh my God! Can the three of us Her please? Her barbecue chain? A Store called Fancy's?
0: <laughs> it's like a Claire's, but worse.
1: Yes. Yeah, just like, what's the lowest end, high end? Look? How about
0: the store? How about the store is just for uh, ear piercings with guns? There's nothing, but <laughs> it's just an ear pierced gun store. Uh, that's <laughs> you just where you buy the gun. <laughs> no, it's where you you can't buy anything but get a. Piercing with a gun.
2: Yeah, that's called Piercing Pagoda, and it's in every mall in your yeah. <laughs> game. Damn it. So it's like Claire's, and then right under that is candies and then right under that is Fancy's.
0: Where does icing fit in? Where does icing by
1: Claire's fit in? Icing goes where icing goes on everything the top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, smash cut to Anne Choquette in this crepe dress nightmare that she's wearing. Uh, okay, I know y'all are gonna
1: come for me, and I deserve it. You know what? I didn't. I wasn't mad at it. For for Anne Choquette, I think
0: this is the look. I think it's a sweet summer dress. Fine. If you're gonna go, I'll give you Anne Choquette. I cannot give you Neil Hamill's outfit. Oh, oh please don't sure. give it him- to Don't
1: want him. <laughs> Take
0: it back. <laughs> Take back the man, too. Take
2: it back to fancies. I don't
1: want that. Can I just say, though, as much as I love Anne Choquette's outfit, Anne Choquette has been given no eyeline. line. No. She's looking
0: <laughs> everywhere. Like she's like... trapped in a cage with a lion and she doesn't know where it's coming from. But she she's going to.
2: She also whispers everything. Yes.
1: Everything is whispered. I think she was given a note that maybe she was like too much last time. And so Anne is like, I'm going to bring it down. Hello, girls. We're going to have a gorgeous holiday jewelry story. <laughs> and I'm like, Anne, what happened?
2: I really, it feels like sabotage to make Tyra's ADR sound better because Anne's ADR is just a whisper on the wind. <laughs>
0: It was like she's in the studio. And she's like, Oh, I don't have to compete with the wind. Get a holiday storyline with
1: jewelry. <laughs> I do wonder if that's why they'd ADR it. It was so windy. and Choquette was there, just hair blowing, <laughs> eyeline everywhere, dress <laughs> a, dress asunder, and her
0: going, Holiday jewelry, spread. It's all Ooh. the hot air coming from Nile or from Neil Hamill. That's what's blowing. <laughs>
2: Benny Ninja does let us know what a designer's nightmare is. I
1: was just about to ask, do y'all know what a designer's nightmare is?
2: It's their clothing not being seen. Wow. I really think that's
1: a
0: designer's nightmare. Mine is running away from mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Murder mannequins.
1: I, well, yeah. They're not going to tickle me at the end.
0: No, those are tickle mannequins.
1: I wrote the line afterwards. Oh, no, they have to talk. <laughs> because this reveal... Elevated this challenge to iconic status.
2: Comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. When when you're on the runway, I want you to say a couple of lines about your outfit and how you inspired your designer. Why?
0: Why do they have to do this? Models don't have to do this. Ever. Never. No.
2: This is the designer's job.
0: Why doesn't the designer stand up and say the stupid shit they make them say? And I'm going to say this.
1: I think what the words that they say are all Dr. Seuss levels of nonsense.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) How they deliver it for a lot of them isn't half bad. And I was shocked, especially if they truly got this right beforehand and had to write it themselves.
0: I need to point out that Jenna shades herself when she's talking about this dress because she's like, this dress is so me. I totally see myself in it. And I'm like, Jenna, this is not the look.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go on a record by saying that I don't know if any of these designs <laughs> are designs. What's what no, I think they're designs. I think maybe Chantal 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 came out the most unscathed because there's nothing that's more generic than just tearing up a bunch of strips of fabric and just letting it wave in the wind.
0: Yeah,
2: I just don't know why I we also were... I agree with that um because I would have coveted Chantal's dress for like a middle school dance.
1: Yeah. yeah. And she kind of gives you middle school energy.
0: So. This is all very junior and with Salisha's toddler. Oh, I was about to say, give it to Celicia for selling
1: anything. And also, Ambriel literally skips. Um, <laughs>
2: this, see,
0: this gets fetishy.
2: That lollipop prop That props. lollipop.
0: That lollipop guild
2: dress? Lollipops lead to nothing good on America's no. Next
1: Time Model. We've learned it. We've learned it. We've absolutely, Unless they're used afterwards in Photoshop to cover up their coochies and whatnot. <laughs> that's the only time lollipops <laughs> are acceptable. I did like how Bianca, instead of just saying, I'm Yuko's muse or whatever, she came out and said, didn't you know that I was Yuko's muse? That I was, was like, cute.
0: that's cute.
1: Mm-hmm. That is cute and your style. And I no, love that. Her boobs were going to escape. Her side boobs were
0: l- l- fighting to stay in.
2: It's a real ballerina Barbie moment. Why
0: were all these ballerina Barbie? Moments? I don't know. <laughs> Heather comes on in a full jellyfish mess of a dress that looks torn like not on purpose.
2: No, it's got 8,000 handkerchief hems.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, we have to start a new segment. I hope it's is running. It's already started running, and I just have to finally title it. And I'm gonna for now. It might change. It could evolve, just like the show is. Oh, (laughs) I'm gonna call it Captions Corner.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: because when Heather mispronounces Muse, (gasps) captions (laughs) misspells it M o-o-z-e that's m-yals. what she says she i goes, know it's what she says i just the captions it's so funny that the tai c- ty baby
0: ty baby captions always
1: captions it like literal uh-huh in I'm a fun Justin's way.
2: and speaking of heather chantal describes her and this is this is all in the way chantal says it it's not yeah. in the actual thing she says but she goes i don't know I think that her nerves are getting to her. Chantal doesn't know what nerves are and won't respond to them. To be
0: fair, they told Chantal <laughs> she had weak nerves and now she doesn't know what nerves be. I love, I agree with you.
1: I love the dismissive way she had that.
0: <laughs> she, she just had that. Nerves. Uh?
1: <laughs> also, Chantal, speaking of whom, Chantal tells us that competition is two things, fierce and stiff. <laughs> Which, if I open a dry cleaner,
0: I'm calling it fierce and stiff. That is very for me a crossword clue, right? It's fierce <gasps> and stiff, and you say competition. Competition. Is the competition. Word. <laughs> Jenna is very the low rent Paris Hilton.
2: She also just like has a
1: lace curtain tied around her waist. Well, I'm gonna say this though. I liked Jenna's makeup. Yeah, her like Ooh. eye makeup at least was rocker. The thing. I- uh, obviously none of these dresses are like super like successful or even moderately successful i at least think jenna and the whole rock and roll ballerina thing like i don't know i'm just gonna say I, to me jenna won this not because of the design but because of her delivery her words and her walk. yes i agree
2: she's also the only one who seems like had her personality put into the garment
1: yeah yeah whether or not it was a good garment it like Red Jenna, Hannah, how dare you
0: say that? Ambriel had electricity running through her dress that connected the two.
1: You know I love neon, right, y'all? Like I love love neon neon. too, almost as much as you love lucite. (laughs) Guys, is my house gonna be ugly one day? Yes. Oh (laughs) Oh, boy, don't say all my likes all in a row. How dare you? (laughs) My apartment's lovely because it's clear and you can see through it. (laughs) You can see all my apartment at once. That. Okay, the lollipop aside, that was also clearly a radioactive symbol. Yes. Like, this is one of those things where you're like, I'm going to be different. I'm going to add neon. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. how? Lollipop and under the dress. No. No. not. <laughs> I think. You and God bless Ambriel. She tried to sell this.
2: She tried way too hard to she sell too this. Too hard. Before she goes on the runway, if oh, tells her, and I, this was almost my quote, do a little pose. Handle it. Which is just what I'm going to tell myself when situations get rough now.
0: <laughs> but
2: she does a full skip. And if she had done one skip, it would have been fine. Like a cute little one skip and then you keep walking. But she skips down the entire runway. It's fantasy. This
0: uh-huh. dress basic, and her performance basically inspires the future photo shoot of childhood schoolyard games.
1: can we okay there's a couple of great other things it's
0: lisa almost vomiting on the runway
1: who cares because lisa says that the dress is all about her soft and conservative ways (laughs) i'm just like Mm. i know you mean lisa but it really sounds like you're like i'm the soft
0: republican (laughs) also her talking about soft this is the softest cyberpunk look i've ever seen
1: yeah a lace glasses does not make punk Is
2: there a fur cape? Yes. Is there yes. a tiny polka dot visor veil? Also yes. Mm-hmm. Do I hate that veil?
0: No. Yeah. I
1: also don't hate that veil. Hey, Again, that designer was trying for a thing. And Choquette tells us that the opposite of ethereal is mad. <laughs> well.
2: Guys, does ethereal just mean blonde? In yes. top I think
0: so. I think so. Tall's dress look like, you know that scene in Cinderella when the stepsisters come and they rip her dress to shreds? But in this version of the story, the fairy godmother decided not to show up and made Chantal go to the ball looking like wet garbage.
1: And yet it was kind of what I wanted to look like at a middle school dance. That dress that dress, and that idea was definitely a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. I guess. I know the captions tell me that this isn't what she said, but I played it back three times. And I swear... Selisha just says, my girl personality. Huh? I know she says <laughs> my girly. I know she does. But it just sounds like she comes out and says, it's all about my girl personality. And I love the idea of selisha being like, what's my brand? Girl. <laughs> selisha gets away with so many
2: things. And in this case, it's not her fault. But how does the show not comment on this
1: outfit?
0: This is the worst. It literally is a six-year-old's idea of what a dress is. It's
1: a literal butterfly like the the wings in the back and it's on I, the,
0: her boobs
1: i There's had butterfly those. Wings on her boobs
2: as a four-year-old i had those wings
0: i yeah. swear to god we all play dress up in those wings <laughs> why would you put that on an adult woman's dress because her girl personality,
1: and then at the and then Jenna's vomits over the fact that Selena did a wink at the runway. I was like, that was the least offensive thing that was happening there. Well,
2: and honestly, what are you gonna do when someone like puts you in wings in a tutu? What are you gonna
1: do? Imagine the type of stuff that Selena's had to contend with. She had, she was one of our fan girls. <laughs> she was what she has these butterfly wings. I bet Salisha's like, can I walk in a dress? <laughs> is, that, is that an option for Selena? <laughs>
0: Anne says a really shitty thing at the end. She goes, what an amazing afternoon we've had together. In that tone.
1: (laughs) She was told to tone it down, and she took the note. We found out what Anne's word is, and Anne's word is corny. Mm -hmm. When she doesn't have a specific word, it's corny. Sometimes cheesy, but she always returns to corny at the end of the day. (laughs) Corny. Cornier than a cornfield. I will say this. Neil's not great. That being said, I want to use this quote a lot when my friends ask me how their play went. Because I want to say, I thought when you spoke, it was a weak moment. (gasps) Oh my (laughs) gosh.
0: I was like, Neil, you queenie bitch. That is devastating. And Choquette was not going to be shown up because she told Heather it was a blah trip to the beach heather was going to burn it all down with the most powers of her fire sign she like the charmed craft was coming out of heather
2: i was gonna i was thinking it was a real the craft moment selicia wins somehow i over jenna Jenna.
1: won this jenna should have won this the
2: model who had the most sparkle to show the sparkly jewels is
1: selicia this is so dumb. And I would even say Celicia's probably based on the walk and what they had to struggle with. Like, maybe, okay, top three or whatever. But like, Jenna won this.
2: I'm not that mad just because her outfit was so bad. Ugh. But yes, it
0: should have been Jenna. I know why Celicia wins. I mean, it's a conspiracy theory, but it's because it's a 17 shoot and Anshaket doesn't like Jenna, doesn't want Jenna in a 17 shoot. She wanted Celicia.
1: Well, I don't know, but either way, Salisha then gets to pick Bianca, who gives her a kiss, which is kind of cute. And also Lisa. And then they go to this 17 shoot.
2: Yes, and this is the timing of it, according to the quietest ADR in the world. And I'll see the three of you next door in just a few minutes.
1: <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about the fact that the three pictures that they show bianca's is way the best one I right? like Lisa's
0: clearly I like Lisa's, but Selicia's was clearly the worst one. something's weird to me and yeah Selicia's
1: is definitely the worst. Something was weird with Lisa's eyes to me like an angle was odd or Maybe. an eye makeup I like bianca's weird.
0: too I like just Salisha, this is uh, this is what bothers me Salicia should have killed this because apparently this is what salisha does right commercial but we actually haven't seen her succeed at being commercial mm. mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
1: i get but regardless all i could think was like bianca like
0: get into the commercial game girl because that, that smile? smile oh, oh her God, smile, smile. Gorgeous. Oh. Also, salisha literally says that she's finally happy to just do a commercial i mean
1: wouldn't you be
2: We do take a few minutes to check in on Heather and make her feel worse after getting a very harsh critique.
1: This whole shower episode is, I actually found it kind of hard to parse out. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to discussing with the two of you and getting your opinions on it.
2: Well, first we get it right after the challenge. Yes. Where Bianca has this whole thing with Heather where she tells her, That she has to, she needs to get a tough skin because as Tyra always tells them, you get out there with the French designers and they're just going to tell you in your face.
0: When have we ever seen Tyra say that?
2: Just the French one. And this is also a captions corner because it was much more distinct in the captions than it was in my ears. Someone, (laughs) I believe Chantal says, yeah, they're going to tell you they don't care.
1: Love it. I want the behind. I wish in your recap there had just been a ten minute sit down about French photographers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing: Heather's in a bad mood because of her critique, and truly, it's been like the harshest critique she's gotten, and she really just hasn't gotten that much critique. No, yeah, and I get it. Like, I get why you're. I, I think it's a little overblown, on everyone's side. That being said, I. Like, when someone's in a bad mood, just leave them alone. She also leave is in alone. bad mood from Sarah leaving.
2: This is not a house where people leave other people be.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of bed talk. Like, sit on the bed and let's hash this out. I'm here to tell everyone, a lot of times the best choice is to not hash it out. Yeah. <laughs> Communicate the right amount and then
0: step away. Cool it down. <laughs> and then let them come to you. Hmm. So Heather, as they're getting back to the house, Heather, outside, very loudly, and then we also get subtitle for it of "I call the shower. Yeah. I need to take a shower. I want to- someone
1: else called the, the, the called the bathroom too, and I love that energy. I got a poop and I got a shower.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't also put it past her if she was like, "I want to wash this day off." Of course, yeah. We get a
2: quick interlude for a tiramale,
0: which Heather's not having.
2: Feeling burnt out by the competition? Get ready because the heat is on.
0: Not, not our best, Tyra. No, not our best. <laughs> no. And then Chantal's like, we are feeling burnt up, out of energy, twenty four seven. Chantal's
1: get, I think Chantal has gotten to this point where she's like, I'm winning this, right? <laughs> like, I am burnt out, <laughs> but I feel great. <laughs> huh? You
0: know what? Tyra, Tyra really Mail's right. Like, it, Chantal <laughs> speaks to the Tyra Mail. <laughs> You're my best friend, Tyra Mail. <laughs> I can't wait to see
1: Chinese Mail. That's going to be a whole new friend. <laughs>
0: so then, this is how you know they knew exactly what they're doing. Selicia and Lisa strip off and start running to get in the shower. Mm-hmm. Heather continues walking, gets and starts undressing, and gets in the shower. We then hear Selicia say, Ew, and you better move, Heather.
2: You're in the shower, so shut up.
0: This was so...
2: Mm. The thing that is hardest to understand about this is that we get a lot of talking heads and slow mode camera about how Heather is scary, and she just snapped. Except also, while this is happening, they're all laughing. Like, Ambrielle is literally lying on the bathroom floor laughing. Yeah. It literally
1: reminded me of that scene from Carrie. Yes! Yes! That literally, like, makes her... Part of the reason she like starts to break down and become psychotic as a character, I'm like, you're kind of doing that to uh, Heather right now. And I to be clear, I'm not saying Heather equals Carrie. I'm just saying the way the girls are bullying her is very reminiscent of that. Bully bullying. I will a controversial take maybe. I don't think what Bianca is doing specifically is no. that bad. Here's why. No, Bianca's not actually doing anything, and I do think Bianca. Truly, learning she has little sisters is a big part of, I'm understanding who Bianca is as a 20-year-old person. 21, I think, maybe. She's 18, Um, I think. Oh. Oh.
0: Well, even more. Mm -hmm. Even
1: more the point. She is, like, laughing and, like, kind of screaming about, like, this is crazy. This is so funny. Heather, they're doing that. to Heather, pick up your underwear. Like, she's, like, the kind of person who's, like, picking on her. But to her, she's not... Actually, doing anything. You know,
0: I also okay. think in some ways Bianca, in her own way, is trying to defuse the situation. To de
1: escalate right. it. To be like, mm-hmm. we're all having stupid fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, but I think the problem is that the show wants to like make Bianca the worst of it. And I'm like, no, the worst is Salisha with Lisa as a secondary and Ambriel as a secondary. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's kind of what, if we're going to go into the conspiracy that this is all to make Selisha win and look better. They, it's like they have to show Salisha doing this stuff because you can't cut it out, right? But they're going to try to make it so Bianca is the bully. And I don't always think Bianca is the bully. Right.
2: But they're also going to validate the point of view that Heather is scary with this, like, I mean, slow mode into the commercial music drop where Heather is just standing there washing her hair.
0: They almost put, like, <laughs> red eyes on her. Like, they almost did, like, a red eye filter on heather in the shower well if
1: youtube culture has told us anything if you add the right music and the right (laughs) filter and the right (laughs) editing you can make anything into anything there's literally a contest for assistant editors where they take clips of movie trailers and have to re-edit it to another genre and they're largely successful so we know heather's not doing anything
2: we've also had scary people in top model houses before we lived through monique
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah! That was a scary situation.
2: Clearly nobody feels unsafe right now.
0: No, because even when Celicia is, like, saying how scared she is of Heather, she's fully laughing. Yeah, of course. Like, Heather's not gonna hit somebody. Heather's not threatening at all. Yeah. She's just in a terrible mood. Yes. And it's not... And they're making it worse. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So...
1: (laughs) Can we talk about how Ambriel's dad is a full-on secondary character at this point? And I still love the energy where she's like, I'm doing my best. Do more than your best. And she just goes, okay.
0: <laughs> mm, just, good. Like, just like Ambriel, Ambriel's dad is getting a worse edit the longer she stays. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well done, Alexander. Slam dunk.
0: So the girls head into the desert and (laughs) we see the laziest, fakest ass running and commitment to a bit that only Ambrielle does.
2: Ambrielle's the only one who runs.
0: (laughs) Yep. And for a while, and for a while, the bus
1: is like, oh, don't run that fast. We're not supposed to like (laughs) get you hot.
0: Yeah. And so the bus leaves and Mr. J shows up without a skull. On his shirt, which would have been the most appropriate time to wear a skull. It's a vulture skull this time.
2: Comes out of the distance like a mirage.
0: And they're like, who is that? Who is it?
1: All I could think was he was actually pretty far away. So even though obviously Mr. J is who you should think it is, they might be like, it's another celebrity or whatever. They've had Tyson Beckford. Sure. But remember in cycle. Carrie D, Cycle 7. Cycle 7, <laughs> as it's now called. Cycle 7 in the um, the freak show circus shoot yes. where Mr. J was just behind a clear glass partition <laughs> and then opened and they're like, what, Mr. J? This was the opposite, where it was actually not visible. And they were like... <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or when he? Or when he was in the magazine box?
1: Yeah, this was a time where I was like, "You overdid what you needed to
0: do, top model." Well, they keep over. They're also like, "You're gonna go over. We're gonna shoot all the way over there." I'm like, I, it's not, it's. They're messing with distances. They're next to this set. Oh, yeah. They got this like shaky trailer camp steady cam footage of. <laughs> When
1: he describes, Mr. J, yeah, describes the brief. (laughs) This brief, Hannah, please, please. This is my favorite.
2: You guys are really going to be models lost in the desert in model wasteland. Essentially, essentially, (laughs) Essentially. you know, wasteland for models.
0: You know, model wasteland. You know how when
2: you drive through the (laughs) desert and there are models just lost, wandering through the desert, bumping into
1: each other. So essentially, is a word that in this context is being used like basically, which means you're saying something that's
0: summarizing it in a more common way. (laughs) Also, he says there are going to be burning cars behind them. There are not. There are not. There is one burning car that they are next to. Which still seems too dangerous for this, but yes.
2: (laughs) And a lot of luggage.
0: Yeah, Yeah. where does this luggage come from? It doesn't match. Hey, guys. Uh, so I thought I would just introduce you guys to the pr- photographer. It's Trevor O'Shanna. You know, from the shoot with Tommy the Clown. <laughs> Re-
1: remember that? And everyone's like, sort of. <laughs> and then they
0: show Danny's bad picture and Joni's great picture. Yeah.
1: I'll say this though. Trevor was I remember being pretty good on that shoot, and he was good again here he is yeah. Trevor's one of the better person, and he he gets again some of the wilder concept,
0: though so he is dressed like a middle aged gay Englishman
1: he is, but you know what I think it's his I think it's his deal, Alexander <laughs> I think he's there. There's a moment I hope you all noticed where Mr. J is talking to one of the models, and this p a has to get the ladder behind him. And the PA is trying to dunk out of the shot but doesn't miss (laughs) any of the shot. So you just see someone walk behind Mr. J, completely dunk, get the (laughs) ladder, and then completely dunk again under Mr. J to go back. And I'm like, they left it all in. (laughs) I love it. That's a professional PA, though. They were trying.
2: And it turns out that the actual brief is desperation.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Desert
2: desperation.
1: Desert
0: desperation. And
1: the literal brief is you were... You were fully packed in your car and the engine caught on fire.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Why does Bianca have
1: gray in her hair? Thank you. I couldn't. Okay. I don't know if she has gray in her hair and here's why. Even though I do think it looks like that. I was watching a hair video recently where someone was like straightening natural hair. Mm -hmm. And when it got very, when it got under light, it would always look a little silver gray. And huh. so, part of me thinks that just because Bianca is under this direct sunlight, oh. that her natural hair color shimmers like this and has oh. this silver grayness to it, because it's not—it doesn't look gray when the sun's not directly on her. So I think sure. this is just huh. there's so much sunlight. Isn't that fascinating? I saw that it. Really everyone is. in the comments was like, "How come sometimes in certain angles it's like gray?" And they're like, "It's not. It's just the reflection on jet black hair." Because it just
0: looked like they. Did something to her hair. And because we saw them do that same kind of thing to Celicia's hair last episode, where they put right. that like gray white strip in it for no reason.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what was happening. Interesting. That makes I sense could be, be totally wrong, but like. Let us
0: know if we're totally wrong.
1: Yeah. Please, viewers, <laughs> if you know better about what happened, please let us know. All the dresses are not created equal. No, No.
0: And I'm going to say, basically, Chantal's dress is not created equal. If the photographer has to comment, get inspired by this frustrating dress, the dress is (laughs) wrong.
2: It also just so does not belong to the same story as any other dress that gets
0: used.
1: Everyone else gets these glam, bronze, silver, gold With moments. and all Shimmery sorts of- Shimmery stuff for the yeah. fire and the reflection. And then Chantal <laughs> has a fucking skirt that's just giant ass black- I'm sorry, I don't notice that stuff a lot. But I was just like, this is the ugliest thing. And you're right, Alexander. If Trevor has to come up and be like, huh, we're fighting against this. You can- I almost feel like he looked over and, and the producer was like- <laughs> <he's> like-, <laughs> like, like Make it work
2: because you know I think Trevor was okay. like,
0: Can we change it?
2: <laughs> but that's okay because Chantal craves these photo shoots like water. I, don't know.
0: I had my random thought while watching this photo shoot was fuck, Sarah would have killed this shoot. Ugh.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. She really would have. Yeah. You could almost see a similar pose to what she did with the garbage bags in this moment.
0: Is this where we hear this weird ting, 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 ting music? Or is that when they go back to the house?
1: I don't know. I don't remember that music. I don't
2: remember that either. I do want to take a moment to point out Bianca making Ambrielle feel real bad right before she has to go take a photo. (laughs) Where she goes, are you ready to face Jay? He's
0: like your archenemy. (gasps) Who is she? She's not Anne, Bianca. (laughs) Brielle. Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: But yeah, Ambrielle gets another... She, Ambriel is good at the nod of, I don't actually know what you're saying when she's talking to Mr. J.
2: Because
1: mm. he does give that feedback that I hate that we hear so much, which is like, you're posing. You need to not pose, but pose. And I'm just like, there has to be a better way to parse that out for these models. Because they clearly are posing. It's
0: modeling. We know what you're saying. It doesn't look natural. Back at the house, Bianca's head tilts to the little ting-ting music that goes ding her head just keeps tilting (laughs) and the shower fight is arbitrated with the Mm -hmm.
2: girls. This really felt like as I am prone to talk about these moments on America's Next Top Model, a middle school girl gang up. Mm
1: -hmm. I think it's very interesting of note that Bianca's the only one sitting on the bed that Heather's sitting on. Yes. While the other four are sitting on the other side in literal jury-esque opposition to Heather. Still maybe being like, Bianca's trying to be protective.
0: I actually think she is. Celicia comes up with this storyline of like, well, it's not about you being a woman. And that's why I've shared the shower. I've shared the shower with everyone. And it's like...
2: It becomes this whole thing about how Heather is so selfish because she didn't want to share the shower, which is just not what we saw.
0: Not at all. And as Heather
2: points out, she says, "I called the shower. Any of you guys would have bitched about it the same way that I did if I had called something and I got pushed, and you got pushed
0: out of the way." And from what we saw, that is what we've seen on the show. That is one hundred percent
1: true. Yeah, that's the best point that she makes. Is like it, you're saying something that you're trying to make seem like I'm being out of line, but it's the same reaction that most of you, if not all of you, would also do
0: and ambriel really doesn't want a good edit this episode because the way she speaks to heather is not great
1: yeah i agree and i wonder if they were just leaving that stuff on the cutting room floor until her last episode and then they were trying to give her an edit of like see you won't miss her maybe Maybe.
2: chantal also gives us a little mixed message cocktail of a statement (laughs) where she goes we're all here for each other. If you need to talk, talk. Don't take it out on us.
0: <laughs> so who are you talking to? <laughs> if
1: you're talk, go outside. Scream. Scream at nothing. If you want to talk, Scream
0: at the talk.
1: <laughs> if you want to talk, talk. Talk. <laughs> re- I
0: am. I am. <laughs> this panel photo. This
1: is Tyra's face looks weird, right?
0: She looks like the ghost of La Llorona. <gasps> Ooh. Killing this feel. It's
2: it looked very uh res 70s book cover to ooh. me.
0: Yeah, ooh, yeah, sure. In a really slutty dress. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is one of maybe the worst photos Tyra has ever taken.
1: I agree. It's mostly it was not great. Mostly the face for me, but even still, I want to know where this one's from because this doesn't feel like one that was taken. the show like some of them
0: it's starting to become i don't think this is true but part of me is like is can tyra not model no i don't think it's that i
1: think it's just that we show so many tyra photos over the year and we're finally getting into some of the like b-listers
2: yeah to me it just feels like she took photos from unsuccessful campaigns and was like let's just utilize these somehow
1: that's how that water that weird water like Yeah. Gotta pour it or whatever. Don't, it was. don't waste it. Slurp it up or whatever that <laughs> Oh my God. To. Finish oh my God. it. Oh my
2: God. Because it is the green recycling season. <gasps> oh! Using photos that got taken but never used.
0: TM, 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 I love that. She upcycled two dresses to form this one dress yeah, she that did. she's wearing yeah, at she panel. Did.
1: Yeah. Does it look like she has tiny little sunglasses hanging on front of the dress?
0: It does. Lo- did the did the designers of Model Muse create this dress for Tyra? Ooh.
1: Yeah, she fully just says Model Muse at this point.
2: Yes. You guys. Y'all. When this...
1: Y'all. Y'all. <laughs>
2: y'all. Tinkled up. I... Had It It was like, a part of my brain did remember this. Yes, yes! And then it had because it happened, and I was
0: just like, oh my god. I had to rewind it. Let me just say
1: that I feel like, because they're pretty iconic to the show, I remember, and have remembered, before they happened, a lot of the reveals for the International Destinations. Uh I had repressed from start (laughs) to finish this entire thing, and also didn't know it was coming this episode because it doesn't always, it does, it just becomes a little bit of a tradition to do it at the top seven, to be shitty to that one person.
0: Yeah. But why we don't do it before. You know.
1: sometimes they've done it. I know in cycle 11, they're going to do that when they make them all walk in clogs. Oh, sure. But yeah. Tyra
2: was extra committed to letting one person <gasps> know where they weren't going.
1: Oh, a hundred. Oh, okay, before we get there, Miss J gives peace signs. Lisa chantal and Celicia give peace signs back okay (laughs) anyone can do a peace sign that's fine Ambrielle gives the power fist and now jenna's doing the power fist and i was like jenna no sarah left so we don't have to deal with that anymore (laughs) oh damn it still wearing a skull shirt still wearing a skull yeah oh yeah
0: tyra might be good at sketch But she is bad at improvising. There was no copy. So
2: here's the thing. She needs a partner.
0: Clearly (laughs) Clearly. the
2: puppet had a cue, right? Because Tyra takes the weirdest pause. Yep. Elite model management of North America. Uh Uh Uh-huh. So clearly Uh that's Uh the entrance line.
1: Yes. (laughs) And then this... I looked this up to... I think this is the most proper way to call it. And she calls it this basically... This Chinese guardian lion pops up. The lion. Yep, yep. And a pops lot of times in they're in
2: front of the table and not nine feet behind the table.
1: Yes, finally. <laughs> and then she says a bunch of nonsense. But my favorite, because this is just a lie, is Tyra saying, "I never allow anything like this at judging." I'm like,
0: Tyra, <laughs> have you not been in nine seasons of this show? And then. <laughs> Do this song and dance
1: where it is very cute. And I like that the girls oohed and awed the first time the puppet did cute things like batting its eyelashes and stuff. I was like, that's cute. Great.
0: That's fine. Yeah.
1: When then when she announces that they're going to China, going to Shanghai.
2: This lion just told me that we are going to China.
0: This lion just told me that? Ah! Through a series of blinks and...
2: The best part of this, like the actual best part of this... Is that they force Neil (gasps) Hamill to ribbon dance.
1: And Twiggy, too. And and Twiggy. Fighters come out with swords. We barely see them, though. The
2: lion gets a second lion.
1: (laughs) And then Tyra (laughs) brings out this giant fan.
0: She's just opening at the top. Just opening and closing it from the Because side. it's too big
1: <laughs> for what she needed to do. Miss
0: J has a regular size fan. Yeah. That Nigel has like a spinning drum. The drum that he's spinning. <laughs> a tiny little drum.
2: This fan, though, this, this giant,
1: stiff fan. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And like Tyra gave herself the worst prop.
0: Yeah. And then the screen just shows says china yep. just says china, china and then tyra makes the bold decision yep. of spanking one of the lions yep. and at one point the lions look like they are maybe humping well which is why we needed that second lion. yeah of course <laughs> and then she's like but one of you isn't going to china so so so
2: exciting right and, and then, then and then
1: they basically try to do <gasps> miss j tries to do Dun dun dun. But the weird Chinese
2: version of it?
0: Okay, I have I have research on this. I have research no, on this. Okay. Yes. This piece of music, because it's used in I think what my brain went to was Turning Japanese, is where this went. Uh this is called No joke. The Oriental Riff. And that's the actual name. And it's a Western invention dating back to the Aladdin Quick Step. It was used in the Aladdin stage show called The Grand Chinese Spectacle of Aladdin or The Wonderful Lamp in 1847. And basically, this piece of music has been used in Western media to denote anything Eastern. So Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Arabian, anything that was Taiwanese. It was always this piece of music that they used.
1: Wow, what a racist history. And and here's
2: the thing. I would expect the show, quite frankly, at this point in its history of musical cues to just play that musical cue. But when Miss J makes the choice to sing it audibly, but so you can't quite tell where it's coming from.
0: And sadden it up. We've
1: done this long, we've done this show long enough and rewatched enough cycles at this point that we should just say it. Miss J is always at their worst in the international destinations because Miss J loves to put on the international, like the most basic, like as Alexander just showed us the history of like thing of that area and just put it on his costuming.
2: Uh huh. With, With no thought whatsoever. Yeah, put into how it's going to come across.
1: And it's like anything else. It's like exactly what you just said, Hannah, and also one of those things that if you know all the history of it and you can find a way to do it ironically or try to elevate it or modernize it, I think there's ways sometimes this kind of stuff can work. It just never comes across like that is behind it. It doesn't come across well-researched. Because it's definitely not. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of not well-researched, when... Heather walks up to the panel. Oh, my God. This, yep, 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 yep. And Nigel says, and she says hi, like she always does. Every time. Uh-huh. Nigel's like, it's so great to have this joyous approach. Heather does that every single
2: time. Every week. Since the first week when they called her out for not coming up confidently, she has walked forward, put a hand on her hip, said hi. We noted every it time. in past episodes. Yeah.
1: Ugh, she wasn't the first one to come up though. We got to start with Jenna,
0: right? Yeah. So Jenna's first. This is a very there's a little smelling her armpit of this photo. I like this one. It's one of my favorites. I do like it. I think there's something strange about it. Not her, but in the photo shoot, the weird reflection we get from these flames sometimes does strange things to these dresses and their Mm faces, like and the the models.
2: It was some sometimes the light was in a position. Where the models could find it,
0: yeah, and Yes. and
2: sometimes it was not.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I think Chantal gets both the best and worst of that.
0: We need to talk about the top of Jenna's dress because the boobies of this dress, boobies, I see boobies, I look like powder. a com- a com a comforter cover, mm. a duvet cover ooh. attached to a gold nightie, a bouvet, ooh, a bouvet. <laughs> oh. I mean, the picture is successful though.
1: I, I, I'll say this uh, to me. And this has happened a couple of times this cycle, actually. To me, this is kind of what I imagined from the brief, weird as it was, what the picture should be. Like, it's the high fashion version
0: of this shot of Jenna. I just really like it. And she's selling the dress, even though the dress is like... Mm -hmm. The angles are
2: great. And she manages that trick of not showing you half of her face, but her face still looking really
1: good.
0: Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Her jawline is stunning. And now are we up to Joyous Heather? We are up to Joyous Heather. (laughs) We have a conversation with Heather that I don't appreciate, which is that she needs to uh, compartmentalize.
2: It's called compartmentalizing. Because
0: Neil is butthurt that he feels like he's being attacked by Heather.
2: Which really seemed like him being concerned about how he was going to come across.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And I appreciated that Heather said that about him in front of him without actually using his name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then to be fair to Neil, the smallest bit, the smallest bit. I do like that he's, like, taking, like, I, I assume this is kind of about me. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, this was one of those conversations that the, the pieces of it were okay. Like, compartmentalizing is something that you have to learn to do in certain situations. It's just maybe not this one. No. There was a way for
2: him to say almost exactly what he said if he had changed his tone. Yes. And have him come across fine.
1: Yeah, which is something they talk to the models about all the time.
0: <laughs> Victoria wishes. <laughs> <laughs> she looks, I think, this is a very movie still, and it stars Kristen Stewart. <gasps> is what this photo gives. Or me. an Anna Kendrick moment. Mm-hmm. If it's or a, an, uh, a comedy. A comedy, Y'all, yeah. Yo, <laughs> you know. That's what we call it in Italy. Comedy.
1: Commodity of arte.
0: Comedy to art.
1: <laughs> it's like the opposite of a dramedy, where it's more comedy than drama. It's a comedy.
0: <laughs> comedy. I like the photo. I. I don't love the photo. It's. I don't love it's,
1: it. It's like it's hard after Jenna's too, because the first one you see is Jenna's, and then Heather's just seems kind of like. I think the pose is more interesting than good. I think it's kind of funny yes. that it looks like in this version. The car exploded, and Heather's just examining it to see why it exploded. Yes.
2: This also has the uh, the weird placement of the lighting also makes her hands and knees the star of the shot. Yeah, wow. it looks
0: like they're glowing with energy because she's starting to lose her cool.
2: Yes, very much. But her face still somehow looks really good.
0: Yes, even from a far away distance, I feel like Bianca's Heather... working theory is true. She can't really take a bad <laughs> shot. Celicia is next. I think
1: their critique of this photo is actually quite accurate. I agree. Yeah. Sure. That it's not a great photo, but... This is her best face so far. Exactly. This is kind of like good high fashion for Salisha. I do kind of think it's interesting what they did with their hair and how it almost kind of matches the poofiness of the dress at the bottom. I think yes.
2: she got a strange 60s moment in the dress and styling that nobody else really
0: got. Yeah. Yes. I also... This is where I'm really certain. Felicia got a haircut.
1: Yeah. Oh no, she definitely mm-hmm. did. And you notice it because it, I think the length was way too long and it was like yeah. covering her face too much and they had to give her like little Dutch boy version <laughs> of what the tulip was. And,
2: and somehow
0: Jenna didn't. Yeah, but somehow Jenna still, they haven't fixed her hair.
1: Ugh. I think they fixed
0: it in China a little bit. I don't know though. Chantal is next and I don't like this. Really? How come? Maybe it's the styling. Maybe I'm... I just think she found the light in all the wrong ways. I don't think it's
1: Chantal's best. I think for someone who's quite commercial most of the time, even though they've called her high fashion, I've never found that myself. No. I think this is a cool high fashion angle of her face we haven't seen. The
0: angle of her face is good. Yeah. Her body is like shoved shoved against this car in a very strange way. It's not
1: the best body shape. But again, it's hard for me to tell if part of that's the terrible
0: outfit that she got. Mm -hmm. Right. And she was having to work with a lot. Maybe. I I just... Her
2: her legs look very strange to me. They go on and on about how... And I think this is partially because the judges love her legs so much and talk about how they look as long as the
1: desert. What, what does that oh mean? Oh, my God. When Miss J said their legs <laughs> are as long as the desert, I'm like, I don't consider the desert long. long. I guess it is. <laughs> how the
2: desert is, like, really long.
0: <laughs> you can see it. You see a lot of it.
2: Because to me, rise. they're in a weird, like, they should either be further apart or closer together moment.
0: Also, the fact that one of them is bent and one of them is the straightest, but they both look like the same length still, is <laughs> there's something really <laughs> funky about her leg. Y'all, my Barbie doll got two different legs. <laughs> <laughs> you but, got an athletic Barbie doll on one side. Yes, exactly. And a fashion doll on the other. <laughs> a skipper leg
1: on one side. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's shorter? And the shoe doesn't fit.
1: I do think from the waist up, it works, though. Yes,
0: the waist up is good. Ambriel is next.
1: Hers kind of tells part of the story like uh, Heather's does, where Ambriel's given up on fixing (laughs) the car.
0: See, okay, I don't hate this photo. She's not doing the brief of selling the dress, but... This is like for me, uh, like a great third photo in the spread. I
1: think so mm-hmm. too. You know what? I actually think this could be an ad for in some ways the luggage.
0: Ah. Oh, I could see that. Or lotion, because, or like high
1: fashion amazing. car insurance.
0: <laughs> Ooh, mm, stay farm. <laughs> Don't get lost in model wasteland. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. This is what
1: I'm saying. <laughs> we we cover a lot of things because we've seen a lot of things, or whatever that tagline is. She is in perfect
2: position to, for her face to catch the light.
1: She is. I mean, she is.
2: Her face is glowing. Now,
1: I do think one day, you know, I I thought both this episode and next, when we were recording these, I was like, I eventually want to put together a compilation of all the times I think Tyra gave a good, practical, objective modeling tip, mm-hmm. and just see if like we put them all together, if you could actually just make a model out of somebody because she says something that makes a lot of sense. A lot of your photos had your legs straight to camera. And hey, my arms are the legs. What does that look like? And I was like, Oh, I get that. And then she turned, she's like, so you have to angle them out so you can actually see them. And I was like, that's a good practical tip.
0: Mm-hmm. For shortening. It does
1: kind of, you know, keep that theory going that maybe Ambriel kind of forgetting or never really learned how to model if she still needs tips like that. Yeah. At this point
0: in the competition. Yeah. But I, I think she looks good. I just don't think it's what they want for right. what this photo was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Bianca's next.
1: I like the cute things she said when they complimented her shorts and she's like, thank you. It's from a little store called Jenna's Closet. Jenna's Closet. <laughs> now, she also wears these shorts next week, so she <laughs> overdid the shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, she does look good here, though. At panel? Yeah. Yeah. She's gotten yes. what she needs to look like She panel. figured it out.
2: She's also... We talked about Heather's makeup glow up a while back. Bianca puts on a really good face. She does.
0: Oh, yeah. She does. And this no hair is the best thing that ever happened to Bianca. Absolutely.
2: To me, this is still the same face that Bianca has always yeah. She's
0: pulling the same face again. This face is doing nothing for me.
1: And look... Does she have a pretty face? Of course she does. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's very pretty in this photo. Yeah, it's not its best.
0: It to
2: have, like, sour face or beautiful smile. And there's no subtleties in between those two things.
1: No. Yeah, and I think the beautiful smile is the more winning commercial, like, things you can make money off of.
2: For sure. Because she yeah. is
1: one of those people with like one too many teeth in her head, but actually always sells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do kind of like Miss Jay's. like, everyone else is desperate. And you're like, yeah, I blew it up. Now what?
0: That is this photo. <laughs> it is. And it is a cool photo.
1: And I love that Twiggy is so enamored <laughs> by this. And that she tries to do her version of, yeah, I did it. Now what? And she goes, do you take issue with that? <laughs>
2: have, have you got an issue with that? <laughs>
0: Wow, that's as hard as Twiggy gets. Oh my god, it was so funny!
1: And we're back at Caption Corner because this is a time call? that the captions uh, did not understand what Miss can J we call said. it
0: Caption Crunch.
1: <laughs> you know what? We can, and we Thank will. <laughs> Caption Crunch. So. Caption crunch,
0: so <laughs> stupid. Um, it's good because it's about how crunchy these subtitles Once are. Year,
2: we get holiday caption.
0: Crunch. <laughs> what about red, white, and berry crunch? Caption crunch. <laughs> Oops,
1: all Choco Caption
0: crunch.
1: Oh my god. Anyway.
0: Caption Crunch, now with Marbit. Caption Crunch Corner.
1: Leave them all in. (laughs) Miss J says something is all an illusion. Illusion like a dream, a hallucination. Oh. But the captions say illusion, A-double-L-U-S-I-W-E-N. It's just an idea of it. Just like how her picture was an illusion for all of pictures. I was like, I don't
0: know. (laughs) A reference to pictures. <laughs> Lisa is next. The photo, the punch-in is so much better than the wide.
1: I'm going to say it, though. I like this picture. I like this picture, too. Me too. I, I, the, the face is good, and I think the body's fine. And the their bizarre thing about she looks short in it. I
0: disagree she looks short. What in the world?
2: The way Nigel tries to say it. He says, you've ended up looking squat with a very long neck and a very long body. And I'm like, so she doesn't look squat then.
0: Also, her face is gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. And this dress is hideous. Yeah, the dress is hideous. She got one of the worst styles for sure.
1: But like, I like this photo. I do too. It also
0: is telling a story. I
1: was really worried both of you would be like, no, J.D.B., what are you talking about? Especially since, spoiler, if you somehow haven't seen the end of the episode, Lisa, like, is going home kind of soon like
0: yeah no the reason i just don't like the picture it's not to do with her it's that you can't see any of the like strewn thing out of the back like i don't think it's a very well balanced photo sure but, but that, that might be more on to do trevor with her. than her
1: yeah that's what i mean yeah, yeah yeah. because
0: when you punch in on just lisa it's pretty i stunning. gotta give it to trevor though these photos had a
1: lot of elements and a lot of variables yeah. that were not controllable
0: no also where's was this safe <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely was safe not? It was not, safe. At no. not at all <laughs> This is like, okay, have you guys watched the comeback? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know when they put, in the second season, they put Valerie Cherish in the trunk with snakes? That's what this shoot was. Yeah. Where it was like, "Mm, no, it's okay, we'll get it. I don't think we're going to get it.
2: I would have liked one shot of someone standing there with a fire extinguisher.
0: (gasps) Yes. That same PA that ducked to to get the ladder. Yes. (gasps) Make Mr. J do it.
2: (laughs) But No, I actually, I really like that photo, and I love the sitting on the luggage moment. Because that to me that's is desperation. Like, that's what you do.
1: I'm done. I'm done with this. I have no other choices. That's what you do. Usually
2: I'm just sitting in the middle of like Newark Airport when that happens, but... <laughs> Private panel. <laughs> Which one of our lovely little babies is not going to China?
0: Hey, guess what? One of you still not going to fucking China. <laughs> but I Sucks will let each
2: of
1: you know that you are going to China. <laughs> How did y'all feel about the Chantal equals Cheryl Teague's comparison?
0: Wrong. Oh,
1: really? I kind of saw it. I saw it. I just think part of it was the fact that they found, they finally had Chantal in red and Cheryl Teague's in the photo was Baby. wearing red.
2: I also think it's really funny that they're like, who does she look like? Who does she look like? And I'm like, she looks like a blonde model.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't she have looks this, like, like a lot of blonde face. actresses.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can, you can not take away from Chantal that she is a successful good model but don't act like she's the most unique face and body we've ever
0: seen
2: I do love that Miss J is still standing for Heather
0: I appreciate it yep I also love that literally Heather's worst is still better than most of these other girls best photos Yep. in some ways
1: yeah she's just naturally a good model and they're trying desperately to take that away from her and they can't
2: Neil wants to both be East Alicia and do Alicia?
0: Yeah, this that got odd real so quick. Uncomfortable. He wants to fuck Alicia. Yeah, I didn't He's like that really at all.
2: Cool and a great little model. I hate. It.
1: it also doesn't help that we had this whole episode of like toddler imagery.
0: She's not a child. Uh,
2: this is the crunchiest caption of all. <laughs> The Bianca caption, (gasps) which is spelled out in the captions, B-I-Y-A-N-K-A. Bianca. Bianca.
1: Okay, so hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's let's set it up. Let's set it up, Hannah. Let's set it up. I'll let you drive it home, but I want to give you the setup. Nigel pronounces it Bianca. (laughs) And Nigel has a thick accent. He also likes to, like, add ers to names and whatever. Yeah. And then Twiggy, I think, is kind of picking at Nigel playfully. It Mm -hmm. felt like she said her name also in that way to emphasize it. And then Tyra. Of all people, one Miss Tyra Banks
2: goes, Good old Bianca, if only that was her name. And somewhere, Brita screams until all of the windows <laughs> in her house shut.
0: And in another universe, Keterjana goes, huh? <laughs> she wakes up from a nightmare like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> it's so funny. And clearly, Twiggy had already called Nigel out. Like, But she was doing
0: it in a playful way. <laughs> y'all, y'all, I think Tyra hates Twiggy because she's now just making fun of her to her face.
1: Yeah. There was something weird this season with twiggy's entire time on the panel and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's telling that it was her last cycle
2: and then as we're nearing the end of panel we get neil's grossest moment Mm -hmm. where they're talking about he says that lisa isn't fresh and speaking of waking up from a nightmare somewhere renee is burning something
1: (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and then tyra sort of calls him out on it a little bit luckily it's it's close. It's close to calling someone out.
2: Why is the modeling industry obsessed with big girls looking like children? I
0: understand what she's saying is older women, not you could write a full dissertation <laughs> on this using this as your thesis statement, right? Because the way she then treats models in the future.
2: Yeah, but then he his his response where he's like, no, fresh. Fresh.
0: Fresh. I think you're fresh. Fresh, like you just popped the lid off a Pringles can and a model popped out.
1: At the end, this Jay does this gong. A gong's never been the right choice for this show, no matter no, how much it bongs. Sound and, department. <laughs> and Twiggy, though, looks dead-eyed in front of herself. She does not want to be a part of that gong. And as you'll see in next episode, she doesn't want to be a part of any of those shenanigans. Maybe that's why Twiggy it's our last cycle. Maybe despite all the Victoria drama with Pricklygate and all these other things, maybe Twiggy wasn't game to do the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is one of
2: the things you can most do to offend Tyra. Absolutely. If you're like. not game for shenanigans.
1: Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Call out order. Bianca gets first call out. What in the desert hell? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I... Also, we should mention, Tyra said something I w- was kind of unexpected, where she was like, you're going to go to China, a place I've never been, so I'm excited to go, too. I was like, oh, that's surprising, yeah. Tyra. Yeah. Also, that seems like a bad place for them to go.
0: Yeah, if you <laughs> also, haven't the show. Also, is this the reason why? You just wanted to go to China? I mean, if I were Tyra, that's what I'd use the show for. Huh? I mean, then it's Jenna.
2: Clearly should have been your number one call out. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. top two,
1: if not number one.
0: Then Celicia, She won the challenge. Yeah. Sure. Then Chantal, and then Heather, which leaves Lisa and Ambriel in the bottom. I, who would you have put in the bottom? I would have put Bianca down there. And it's,
1: it's so, star. I I don't think it's ever happened where the person who got the first call out was someone I would consider to be in the bottom.
2: If I'm watching from how the show edited, it's surprising that Heather is not in the bottom with yeah. the Ambriel.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think one thing that's weird about Ambriel is that her story concluded already.
2: Yeah. The show really just... Did not know what to do with her at this point.
1: And one thing that makes that very obvious is the way that Tyra will eventually dismiss her with the quickest dismissal she's ever given a contestant because she's already dismissed her once. Yeah. But also, I don't think Lisa should be in the bottom. No. No. I, I honestly might have done Bianca Chantal or I don't know. Yeah.
0: Though also, she says, Ambriel, beautiful girl. And the judges kind of. See it captured on film. Oh my
1: gosh, that kind of was so pointed. Like,
2: and all they can mm. say about Lisa is that beautiful girl who's obviously a model. But what happened
1: okay. to the sparkle? Sparkle man. <laughs> when they call Lisa's name and Lisa is safe, they try to edit out the fact that Ambrielle did a full turn to the girls and like smiled in a fun way, like in a I told you so of kind of it's way. Me. Yeah.
2: There was a lot of hot ticket boy energy to Ambriel's whole yeah. last appearance mm-hmm. in front of the panel from the apron shirt to the fully slicked hair to the point and
0: wink finger guns lisa hugs ambriel like her nails weren't quite dry
1: <laughs> uh i love anytime anyone does something with wet nails and they have to like extend their hands yeah and then tyra i don't remember exactly what she said i don't know if either of you have it but tyra gives ambriel the shortest like well okay here you go and it's just done
0: you're not going to china bye yeah so her name is
1: Ambriel Williams. Okay. On Instagram, it's Ambriel Ricole. So like Ambrielle Nicole, but with an R. Oh, okay. um, her bio is just an eccentric, proud to be black woman with a unicorn and then uh, a fist, uh, which is so funny okay. considering how many times Miss J <laughs> commanded them to do a power <laughs> fist. Hashtag black excellence. Hashtag proud to be black. Hashtag ANTM. Oh. Hashtag cycle nine and hashtag ANTM alum. So she still really claims it. Wow. And she's still pretty active. Um, it doesn't really seem like she's like model modeling anymore, but she looks the exact same. And um, just sure. like so many of our ANTM alum of old. Did she go back to her old hair? for better hair. It, she yeah. Oh, absolutely. She goes she went right back to it. Um, you know how with uh, there's not a lot else on Ambriel unfortunately that I could find in my initial research. She did like every other it seems contestant this cycle have one of those realitytvworld.com interviews. It's probably the least interesting one. It's because sure. it's just a lot about like how did you deal with the fact that you were almost eliminated and then not and she it's basically just a lot of hey i was happy to stay Mm. she does say at the very end something interesting which is to be clear though i wouldn't do reality tv again unless i was paid to so that's interesting Mm -hmm. because that's also remember what sarah said in an interview it really feels like something in cycle nine didn't go well and the girls may not have had a great experience more so than normal yeah. And I truly wonder if it was things like the no smoking and other stuff that was maybe to rouse them up to
0: get more drama. Yeah. I think I liked Ambriel, and I wish that we could have done this when she should have gone home. Yeah. Because I think I would have had a better opinion of her leaving.
1: Yeah. Up until this episode, I I really liked her. We all did, I think. Yeah.
2: I think her arc was extremely poorly edited.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a
2: way that comes down also, I think, to poor judging, because to me, the arc was clearly she started out very strong and then sort of hit a wall. And while other contestants were becoming better models, she stopped improving mm-hmm. but because they never gave her credit for being good.
0: Yeah.
1: We
2: never really got a clear arc yeah
1: yeah i'll say she is someone that i remembered very little about Mm -hmm. and that i'm glad mostly on a rewatch she comes across quite good i'll also say that i like anyone as just a reality tv geek for stuff i love any like first and i love Mm -hmm. that she will be kind of always remembered for this very specific she got saved when Ebony... Because a lot of other times when girls quit, they still eliminate someone. And this yeah. is a rare time that I think they just decided, okay, well, let's keep her around for whatever background production reason. And I, I, I love that that's something that you'll always... She's kind of like a trivia fact. You know what I mean? Sure. It
2: was a tough situation. It is really... I, I would not want to stay if I was told, well, we don't believe in you anymore, no. but you get a second chance, I guess.
0: And they haven't been very nice to her previously yeah
2: it's enough to drive anyone to skipping desperation
0: (laughs) and if our podcast drives you to skipping desperate desperation you should rate review and subscribe to this podcast um we are up to like 110 112 oh yeah
1: it's great thank you all so much thank you all so much for um every review there's always you know popping up new folks on Reddit. I love when folks on Reddit um, because someone said that they like read the book and now they were saying, hey, watch PodLitum if you have it. And what's funny is that particular thread contained a lot of people being like, love the show. This host is so funny. I disagreed with this, but I really believed in this. I was really glad they were Melrose stans I wasn't. It was kind of cool to hear Some of the different energies. And also what was so funny was someone comment, they were like, I really didn't agree that Kenya should have been in the top two. And I was like, We said Kenya should be in the top two (laughs) Like I I like, I was like, and we did, but I had that moment where I was like, wow, a rewatch really changed my opinions. Opinions that I don't even remember having now. That was
2: the one where I was like, You're damn right, Kenya should have been in the top.
0: (laughs) If you can't leave us a review on Apple iTunes, you can always leave us a review at podchaser.com. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. That helps a lot. You can also send us an email at podletum.com. Uh, that is a lovely little thing that I usually wake up to. Yes,
1: we just got one. Uh, you just forwarded us one today, didn't you? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. so wonderful. There was a lot of pe- there was a couple of people, including this email, that talked about there was some BTS that got released recently about Victoria's elimination and how apparently because she was taking off her shoes security was called in because they thought she was gonna like throw the shoe at tyra or something and i can't imagine victoria ever throwing a shoe at somebody it is so prickly it is so funny To hear that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. And I think they may have gotten that from one of the J-chats or something. Probably. Yeah. But um, thank you always for sending us those tidbits and all those things. They just, they make our days. They just make
0: our days. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming.
2: Please keep reaching out to me on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg,
0: And I'm on Twitter at J.W. Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag PodLitum when you talk about us. Otherwise, it's hard for you to find oh, it. No, no. I want to just be able to be easy and breezy and beautiful search history. <laughs> so... Dot com. I've
1: got to tell y'all right now, my search history is not easy, breezy, and beautiful.
0: <laughs> Depends on what you define beauty as. Oh, so, so for PodLitum, I have been Alexander Price.
2: I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg.
0: And I'm JW Crump.
2: And we'll see you on Top.